0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Hey, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Look, the way to look at this is you were just treated to an extra hour of On Point with Victor if you were just tuned in. Uh, But right now, we are live, and it's live radio. So, uh, look, folks we got a lot to get to today. This is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armanders, Uh and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Uh, look, get your popcorn, get your drinks, get your <laughs> – set up your DVR because you may want to watch it twice. Uh, there is a debate – well, there is a debate scheduled for tonight. I am still not so sure that Biden is going to uh, show up for this debate. Look, folks, do not be surprised if they figure out a way in the last hour this afternoon to say that they're not coming and they'll come up with some ridiculous excuse. Uh, But I think it's I think they're looking for ways out. Uh, Look, I'll give you some examples of why I'm thinking this. Uh, A few days ago, I believe three or so days ago, the Biden campaign agreed to, uh, to to undergo ear checks. And what 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 they mean by that and why the Trump campaign asked for this, or I'm not even sure if it was a Trump campaign that asked for it. It could have been uh, Chris Wallace. Uh, but when you have a debate, it has been known in the past that uh, certain people in debates will have a little earpiece on so they can be coached. Uh, they can have people behind the scenes talking to them. Uh, tried to help them come up with an answer during the debate. And that should not be allowed, especially in a presidential debate. So it has been – it was requested that both sides uh, submit to an ear check before the debate. Well, Trump, of course, agreed to it. Uh, and Biden, three days ago, agreed to it. But today, the news out of the campaign is they are not going to submit Biden. They will not allow an ear check. So you got to ask yourself, okay, why are they putting that out now? Why would they change their mind? Why three days ago uh, did they say, yes, we'll submit to an ear check, and then today, the day of the debate, they're saying, no, we're not going to do that. We're reneging. Um, So that's clue number one for me. The next clue is the Biden – and the Biden camp is denying this, but, folks, you know this is true. Uh, The Biden campaign came out and requested two 30-minute breaks – the debate is an hour and a half, 90 minutes. Now, if you can't stand for a 90-minute debate, you damn sure can't stand and debate or, 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 or face adversaries as the leader of the free world. And, and, and dutifully and rightfully, the Trump administration said, no, we're not going to agree to that. You cannot have two breaks during a 90-minute debate. Uh, and I'm so glad. And and President Trump basically said, "Look, Vice President Biden, if you can't stand and face me for 90 minutes, then you can't be the president of the United States. You can't lead the greatest country in the world. You can't stand at the likes of Kim Jong Un or Putin or anyone in the Middle East or any other leader." You can't stand toe-to-toe if you can't stand for a 90-minute debate without two, not one, but two breaks. So I'm glad the Trump administration said no to that. Uh, so good. that's clue number two. The other clue to me is once again today, the, the Biden has shut down their campaign at 9 o'clock in the morning, uh, either 9, 9.30. But they shut down the campaign again. They have been doing this, folks, for the past 11 or 12, 13 days. Uh, They shut down the campaign between 9 and 10 a.m. in the morning. That is ridiculous and unheard of, ladies and gentlemen. Why do you think that that campaign's got to be shut down that early in the morning? Well, I'll tell you why. (laughs) Luckily, you're tuned in to On Point with Victor. Uh, They've got Biden right now. Between his naps, they'll wake him up and they'll start drilling him to memorize a few lines for tonight. They know what the topic's going to be. So they've got a few lines for him to memorize. So they're pumping him up, trying to get him to memorize a few, uh, one liners and, and some, res- and typical talking point responses. And then they've got a few attack points that they want him to get out. And they're trying to get him to memorize that. Then he goes and takes another nap. That's what his day is going to be today. And then a, an hour or two before the debate, if he's gonna go, they're going to pump Biden up with, with every known and unknown uh ADD medication uh, you just Adderall maybe uh they're going to pump him with medication they're probably going to give him medication that you and I can't even get yet that's probably only available to the elitist of the elite which is the po- political elite but they're going to shoot him up with some drugs uh, mostly ADD medicine would be my guess to keep him coherent to keep him awake and to keep him uh, in a state of consciousness, so to speak, uh, just in a state of coherence. And they want him – they're going to pump him up so that he can last 90 minutes because, look, if Biden shows up and he can stand there for 90 minutes and he can get out his talking points and he can get out his attack points and he can hide behind Chris Wallace and he can try and ignore Trump, then they're going to proclaim him the winner. They're going to proclaim him the best debater in American history, uh, if not the world. That's what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to do that. Uh, Look, folks, make no mistake. President Trump is not really debating Biden tonight. He's debating Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace is a never Trumper. Chris Wallace is maybe he's not a never Trumper, but he's not a to the right. He's always been to the left. Uh, Chris Wallace is a Democrat. And uh, Chris Wallace is going to stand up and carry the water for Biden. Mark my words. Uh, Chris Wallace will come to the defense of Biden. Chris Wallace will push a little bit, but he'll let Biden get away with non-answers. Uh, that's going to be what's Wallace is going to do. And then Wallace is going to pounce all over Trump. He's not going to let Trump loose. He's going to try to get under Trump's skin. Wallace is going to try... And, uh, look, Wallace knows the issues. Wallace, whether whether he uses truths or not, in fact, you know, come on, let's face it. Wallace is going to use whatever is in the headline. He won't verify it. He won't tell the truth. He'll just use the headline. And and he'll, he'll go after Trump. He'll try this, like this bogus tax thing, which I'm going to get into in a few. Um, he's going to try these angles, and he's going to try to get under Trump's skin. So if, if President Trump, if anybody with his team is listening to me now, The only thing President Trump needs to do is to stand there and defend his record because Trump's got a tremendous record to defend. And all Trump has to do is say, look, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, and just check off the list. And whenever uh, Wallace starts to to give one of these fake narratives and to push Trump on a fake story, Trump needs to just come out calmly and say, look, you know what, Chris, Uh, I appreciate the question, uh, but I don't appreciate what you're doing. Because these are false narratives, and I'm not going to give credence to these narratives, and then Trump go on with with, with defending his, his record. Talk about the tax cuts. Talk about the regulation cuts. Talk about the lowest unemployment uh, rates ever for black people. Talk about the lowest unemployment rates ever for the Hispanic people. In general, the minority unemployment under Donald J. Trump is the lowest it's been in history. It's record after record after record. Talk about the median income for black families, Hispanic families, white families, Asian families, all across. For the American family, in the past three and a half years, the median income for those people, those all the American people, workers, is up $6,000. That's a record, folks. OK, that's real money in pockets. That's real money uh, that is going into black families, pockets, Hispanics, families, Asian family, white family, whatever you are, doesn't matter. It's going into the American workers pockets. And that is real because when you can earn a living, then you can take care of yourself. And when you can take care of yourself, you can take care of your family. And when you can take care of your family, you can take care of a friend. And when you can take care of your family and friends, then you can take care of everybody else. Because you'll have money you can donate, or you have a charity you can help, or you'll have time to go volunteer. All of those things are made possible when we have a strong economy, when we have a strong leadership, when we have the biggest, baddest, strongest military on the planet, because nobody dare would mess with us. And for once, we have an actual president who's kept us out of endless wars. We have a president right now who hasn't taken us into any combat. We, we, he's taking troops out of combat zones. And you would think that the Democrats would love it, but they don't. Because, look, folks, you've been lied to for year after year after year. The Democrats love endless wars just as much as a lot of the establishment republicans do Um, now we can have that debate another time but it's true just look look at the history of the wars look at the history of conflicts in this country Uh, a majority of them if not most of them have been had been democrats taking us into the wars um, and conflicts so as well as establishment republicans Um, there's establishment republicans and establishment democrats who love the war machine Uh, So, again, we can get into that another day. But let me get back to this whole debate debacle for tonight. Um, If Biden shows up, just remember, just watch. Watch what Chris Wallace is going to do. He's going to try to protect him. Uh, Biden will try and stand there and make it and be coherent, and he'll be cogent, and he'll try and avoid uh, Trump. And he'll say, Trump's a meanie trying to attack me. And all Trump needs to do is, in a very nice way, hey, look, uh, Biden... Do you or do you not agree with defunding police? And then Biden's going to give his memorized speech and he's not going to answer the question. And then Trump needs to say, hey, you didn't answer the question. Do you explain to me yes or no on defunding police? And then and then when Biden gives this BS reimagining police business and when he gives this BS about uh, uh, redistributing money, which he has said, look, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats are all on board with defunding the police. They will call it reimagining policing. They will call it redistribution of funds. But it all means defunding the police. And Trump needs to hold Biden's uh, feet to the fire on that uh, because Biden will not be able to answer that question because Biden's not going to want to piss off Antifa. He's not going to want to piss off burn loop murders. He's not going to want to piss off the radical Bernie bros, the whole radical side of the Democrat Party. Biden has to be very careful to walk a line tonight and try not to piss them off. He's not going to be able to do that if Trump holds his feet to the fire. And all Trump's got to do is say, look, Vice President Biden, uh, there will be no defunding whatsoever under my administration. If you're elected, are you going to defund? Are you backing a defund? And then Biden will give off some ridiculous answer about reimagining police and blah, blah, racism, this racism, that. And and Trump just needs to keep hitting him on. Hey, you you yourself said you would redistribute funds. Folks, if you redistribute funds, you're taking funds away from the police department. That's defunding the police. And that's what Trump has to do. Because, look, <clears throat> with Biden being pumped up on ADD medication and with Biden be- being in the st- in early stages of dementia, he's prone to anger. Folks, Joe Biden called a supporter of his a pig faced pony liar. <laughs> he also called us a Democrat, uh, a fatty. He is all over the place when he gets angry when he's pushed. Joe Biden is the guy who looked at <clears throat> black America and said, If you ain't voting for me, you ain't black. Joe yeah, Biden don't said that. What he called the Jews. And and he also uh, I mean I can't even get into what he called the Jews because but but you're right, David. Call he, them termites. He, he uh well that was Hank. That was Hank Johnson. Oh, Hank. oh I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. But that's okay because Hank Johnson's a Democrat and not once did Joe Biden come out and, 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 and repudiate what Hank said. And we all know what the Democrats feel. Look at what Joe Biden says about the peace. There's peace in the Middle East, but you do, do you hear Joe Biden talking about peace in the Middle East?
0: You know, Absolutely I I'd said something last week about the fact had Biden come out and congratulated Trump on gaining peace in the
1: Middle East, that would have gotten him more play and coverage Without a doubt, you know, would have helped him. But that campaign can't play it that smart because that would have given a win to Trump in their eyes, and that would have pissed off the base and the radical left. So he can't do that. So, folks, remember, just remember, Joe Biden is the guy that's, that, that said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. That's what he told Black America. And he basically told the Hispanics, you ain't Hispanic if you ain't voting for him. I, I mean, it's, 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 it's insane. But look, we're going to have to take a break. We're going to go to this break. When we come back, I'm going to get into a little bit more about uh, what to expect from this debate. And then I want to get into a little bit about the taxes because I'm going to set this record straight. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I am Roger B., host of the Locked and Loaded show on America's Web Radio. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday at 1500 hours for the latest in gun news, gun products, gun politics, and other gun-related stuff. That's Tuesday, 1500 hours, America's Web Radio.
1: Hey, welcome back, folks. All right, folks. So, so look, I don't be surprised if they figure out a way to back out of this debate tonight, but hopefully, hopefully, he will show up. And then I am telling you, uh, take note of my predictions. Um, Biden is going to be throwing out memorized lies uh, to try to throw, get under Trump's skin. Uh, Chris Wallace is going to carry the water for Trump, uh, sorry, carry the water for Biden. Um, they're going to do all kinds of things. Uh, you know uh, Trump needs to also keep try and keep the discussion on the economy because we have to rebuild this economy and do you think a man who's been a politician for forty seven years you think a man who's who has never held a private sector job, never signed a paycheck for anyone, never created one job or one business all he's done is is have a life in politics, which means he's living off of your back, my back, the taxpayer's back. A guy like that, do you think he's going to rebuild this economy? Hell no, folks. All he's going to do is tell you a bunch of platitudes of things he thinks you want to hear. While at the same time, uh, he says he wants to get rid of fossil fuels. He wants to get rid of gasoline. That's There goes your economy, folks. Uh, he wants the Green New Deal. Uh, regulation, regulation, regulation. High taxes, high taxes, high taxes. There is no way to dig out of this uh, China virus. Uh, economy downfall that we've had. There's no way to dig out of it with high taxes, high regulation, stupid, dumb green deals, trying to get banned fossil fuels. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. But the guy who did build an amazing economy in three years, the guy who brought back manufacturing in three years, the guy who median income went up six thousand dollars. That guy who's not a politician, that guy who's created thousands of jobs, that guy who's had to sign thousands and thousands of paychecks, that guy who many families depended on, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, uh, you name it, all of these families, Middle Eastern, all these families, all these creeds have depended on paychecks from Donald Trump because of the businesses that he created. That's the guy who built an amazing economy. That's the guy who got his policy in the last three and a half years, got us the lowest Hispanic unemployment, the lowest black unemployment. And, folks, policy should be the only thing that matters. I don't care what you think about orange man bad. I don't care because policy matters. And and Biden is telling you he's going to raise your taxes. Look, every time the Democrats tell you that they're going to raise the taxes on that guy, they just want you to think and get you mad at somebody who's got more than you. But the actual people they're coming after is you. Everybody will pay. If you're working, (laughs) you're going to pay taxes. And if you're working, Joe Biden is going to raise your taxes. Uh, It's just no two ways about it. And then with regulation, he's going to stifle business. He's going to stifle growth. Uh, We can't have that, ladies and gentlemen. We need good policy. We need economic policy. We need freedom policy. We need liberty policy. Uh, We need capitalistic Policy. So, um, all right. Now, let me get into this big. The, you know, look, the media constantly. One of the tactics that the Democrats are using with their accomplices in the media are throwing out a new accusation against Trump every day, so you won't focus on the 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 lack of uh, coherence or the lack of a plan that the Biden ha- Biden has. If, if you focused on Biden, you would see all the shortcomings of Biden. But what they do is they throw out a new attack every day. They throw out a new accusation to try and keep you distracted. They want you following all these, oh, Russia story, oh, stormy story, oh, the, the Ukraine phone call story. Oh, now it's the tax story again. They, every day they throw out something so you won't pay attention that Biden is hiding in his basement. Biden can't campaign after 9 o'clock in the morning. Biden can't keep a, 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 a one or two or three sentences in, in together, in a, and neither can I apparently right now. <laughs> so Biden can't go out and give a speech without a teleprompter. Biden can't and won't take questions from the media. The only questions he's taken from the media – are scripted questions. He knows who to call on, and they know which question to ask, and Biden has his answer on the teleprompter, and he reads a freaking answer from a teleprompter. So see, ladies and gentlemen, if they weren't throwing you little nuggets to chase, little false stories to chase around, accusing Trump of everything but being a child of God, then you might focus on Biden and see that he's hiding in his basement and that he won't answer questions and that he can't make a public appearance without a teleprompter. And then, folks... You might you might pay attention and watch and see the fact that there's boat rallies going on for Trump. There's biker rallies going on for Trump. There's uh, uh my goodness, what am I missing? Car- truck rallies going on for Trump. I'm not talking about the rallies when he arrives in a city at an airport and there's 35,000 people there to see him. I'm talking about the impromptu truck rallies, the bike rallies and the boat rallies that are going on. Folks, Ask yourself: Did you ever see an Obama boat rally? Did you see a Bush boat rally? Did you see a Clinton boat rally? Did you see a Carter boat rally? We've never seen these things that are going on right now, and and I'm just I'm just telling you they don't want you focusing on that. And that is why you're hearing all these ridiculous stories, including the one that we're hearing now, the tax thing. Ladies and gentlemen, this tax thing was put to rest in October of 2016. Uh, Trump actually said they—they uh, they, the same story in 2016 in October. You can look it up. They came out the same New York Times, came out with the same tax story. He didn't pay taxes. And Trump came out in October of 2016 and said, yeah, you know what? I took deductions and I overpaid. I was due a refund. Therefore, because of that refund, I didn't have to pay taxes because it's basically a credit that I had with the IRS. That was put to rest. Well, now they're bringing it out to you again because they're hoping that you, A, you're dumb and you don't remember anything or that you won't take the time and look anything up yourself. So let me put this to rest. And I feel like I need to oh, – we, we're going to go to the phones too because I'm going to have someone join me. It looks like we got a – Looks like <laughs> I'm being told is Larry the cable guy, but I have a feeling it's not. But let me get through this and then we're going to we'll, we'll bring in our, our caller. Uh, but uh, let me t- look. Let me put this tax thing to rest uh, because this is an, it is an absolute lie. Uh, they're saying that Trump didn't pay taxes for I don't know how many years and, and blah, 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 blah. Well, let me tell you the truth. Donald J. Trump paid uh, uh, he overpaid taxes and at some point he was due a refund in the amount of 72 million dollars. The IRS owed a refund to Trump for 72 million dollars. This allowed him to not have to pay taxes because basically the IRS had 72 million dollars of Donald Trump's. And let me put it to you this way. If you over let's say you owe your credit card 500 bucks. And you accidentally paid $5,000 to your credit card company. The credit card company is going to call you and go, hey, Mr. So-and-so, you overpaid us by $4,500. But instead of us issuing you a check, we're going to hold that as a credit. So you go ahead and go out and spend money, and every time you spend money, we're going to deduct it from the $4,500 that we owe you. That's basically what's going on. Um, folks, don't fall for this lie business about Trump paying taxes. Um, uh, Larry, hang on once. Are you there, Larry? Hang on one second, Larry. I'm going to bring you in in just a second. But I want the listeners to understand that this whole business about saying that Trump doesn't pay taxes. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the IRS is the most powerful agency in this country. And it's ridiculous that they're as powerful as they are. Um, They're the only ones. The IRS are the only ones that can uh, prosecute. And, uh, and stand, stand, stand with me here. Stay with me here, folks. We're going to get, the, this phone call here going. And then I'm going to get back to some of this. But I've got, we got a phone call coming in from, uh, Larry.
2: <laughs> Everybody, wait.
1: And, uh, we'll, we'll get that in in a second. So, but, but ladies and gentlemen, let, just, just listen to me when I'm telling you the IRS is the most powerful agency. And, uh, Larry, if you're there, just let me know. And, uh, Larry, when you're there, let me know. And so, ladies and gentlemen, when, when you, when you have the most powerful agency, which is the IRS, uh, they can prosecute. And if you think, if you think that, that that the IRS didn't go after Trump, then you are absolutely kidding yourself. If there were, if Trump did anything wrong, they would go after him in a heartbeat. So, okay, I think I hear Larry on there. Uh, Larry, talk to me. Larry from Tucker. Larry, Larry. Can you hear me, Larry? All right, folks. We're gonna we'll we'll fix this phone line in just a second. Don't it's you worry. Alright, well stand, stand by. Larry might not be hearing us. There's an issue going on, but that's okay. That's okay. You know, it's live radio. Live radio, things happen. So, um for some reason Larry's not hearing me, but hopefully he will hear us soon. <laughs> so Larry, if you're there, pick up your phone. <laughs> so Alright folks, I, I wanna get uh back to this IRS business um because if if Trump did anything wrong the IRS would would be down his throat I, I mean folks it's you couldn't uh eat a donut as fast as the IRS would have been down his throat and, and up his you know what so um so it, let me get into a little bit more of what what happened with with, with this refund that Trump got um there was, there was a, a, a land in near Westchester, New York, and there was land in, in somewhere near LA. And Trump bought this land with the intention of growing, uh, growing, <laughs> with the intention of building houses and building homes. So he bought this, made millions of dollars to have this land. And in this, w- w- once he got this land, the city council – once he got to the point where he wanted to build, the Democrats and those city councils that the, 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 the make the zoning rules said that, no, you can't build here. So now Trump has land near Westchester, New York, and he's got land near L.A. that he can't build on. So what does he do? He donates it to a green uh, initiative, a, a green easement. He donates the property. And they turn it into green space. They turn it into parks for the people. So Trump was able to take a deduction loss on that because he bought the land with the intention to build. The city said, no, we're not allowing building. So he donated the land and they created, they donated the right to to development and they would develop green space and parks. So therefore, because of that, he was able to deduct the cost that's what created this refund that he got. and that's why he's, he's basically got a credit with the IRS, and for lack of a better way to put it. Uh, that is the truth, folks. But you're not going to hear that from CNN. I bet you you won't hear it from tonight from, uh, from Chris Wallace. You're damn sure won't hear it from Biden. But this is where Trump has to stand up and, and, and in a nice way, just say, look, let me explain this to you. This is what happened. I bought some land. They wouldn't let me build on it. I donated it. Therefore, I was able to take a $119 million deduction, which led, you know, that coupled with some other deductions and losses led to a $72 million refund. Uh, And Larry, again, if you can hear me, just pipe up. So, again, you've got this everything. You know, here's another point, folks. Here's another point. Everything that Donald J. Trump did with the donation of the land, with the deductions and the losses, everything he did is because of the laws that Democrats put into place and and with the help of some establishment Republicans. The president and the citizens cannot make tax law. Your tax law comes from your representatives. Your tax law comes from from representative elected representatives like Biden, so uh, like Pelosi, like all these other morons that are up there, establishment Democrats and establishment Republicans. In fact, folks, in 2015, before 2015, ladies and gentlemen, you could only go back two years. If you wanted to deduct or declare a loss, you could only go back as a business uh, and I believe as individuals, you could only go back two years. Well, guess what, folks? That changed in 2015, and, and in fact, it went from two years to seven years. This allowed President Trump, and at the time, citizen Trump, this allowed him to go back seven years instead of two years for those losses and deductions and to carry it out this long. And who do you think, ladies and gentlemen, who passed that change? Who passed the change in the IRS and the tax law? That go from two years to go over to be able to go back two years for deduction and to change it to go back seven years. Who changed that? President Barack Hussein Obama. He is the one who changed that. So the only thing that Donald J. Trump and his businesses have done, and millions of millionaires and billionaires like him, and millions of businesses like Donald Trump, the only thing they're guilty of are following the rules set forth by elected officials. Elected officials and representatives create the tax law. They write this craziness. Uh, So if you want to blame someone, then go blame the legislature. Go blame your representatives. Go blame the morons in Washington who create this convoluted tax system where somebody like Trump and and other business people can go and hire the best accountants to use every loophole created by your politicians. That's what's happening, folks. Okay, remember, I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I'm just right. We're going to take a break here, and we're going to try and see if we can get Larry on the phone. So we'll be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. This is America's Web Radio.
0: Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol.
1: And welcome back, folks. All right, look, you know, we're having fun in the studio today. Um, we're we're going to try. We do have a caller from uh, Tucker that we're going to try to get on, so uh, stand by. We'll try and do that, folks. But, but, but listen, folks, I really want you to listen. I, I want you to just don't let your emotions get the best of you. Don't let a politician tell you that you should hate somebody. Don't let a politician run your life. Folks, a politician lives off your back. A politician taxes you so they can raise their salary and i'm not saying that all politicians are bad but most of the politicians you've got to understand they're not looking out for you and me they just aren't um I, I believe it was thomas jefferson that said it best you know one of our founding fathers who said it best that he said at best government is a just a bad necessity now i'm paraphrasing and i think it was Jefferson. But it could have been one of the other founding fathers. Uh, Larry, you let me know when you're there. Uh, but it could have been one of the other founding fathers. I'm pretty sure it was Jefferson. But the, but, but, and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said that government is evil, inherently evil, but it's a necessary evil. So when I tell you to not, don't let a politician, somebody that was elected by you and me, Put in Washington, given a cushy life because of the taxpayer. Your sweat equity pays for these politicians to fly around the world, to eat at steak restaurants every night. Your tax dollars pay for this. So don't let that employee of yours, (laughs) the politician, don't let them make you angry. Don't let them belittle you. Don't let them belittle your intelligence so much. As to make you angry at somebody just because they told you to be angry at somebody, uh, I'm just I'm serious, folks. This goes for Democrats and Republicans alike. You need to hold a re- every politician's feet to the fire. And uh, and again, Larry, when, when you come in, just when you hear me, Larry, you let me know. And and folks, just just understand that politicians who try and get you to hate one man, there's a reason for that, folks. And I have told you this before. When you have all the Democrats in Washington who hate the president, and you have all the establishment Republicans who hate the president, they hate the guy that we, the people, put in office. If both sides don't like him, then you can rest assured that we picked the right guy. When the one guy who's never been a politician in his life... When we send a businessman who solves problems, when we send a guy to the presidency who has spent a lifetime of solving problems, not a lifetime of creating division through politics, but a lifetime of creating businesses, when we send that guy, Washington hates him. Folks, there's a reason for that. Uh, Larry, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You're All right. right. We've got Larry from Tucker. Uh Larry, okay, I can barely hear you, okay, hopefully you're gonna be able to hear us just turn your well, phone that... up as loud as you can <laughs> if you can turn your phone up as loud as you can, hopefully you can hear me, just uh Victor, yeah, I'm here, Larry, so hopefully you can hear me
0: yeah I, I i i can't i can barely hear you, I'm sorry,
1: okay, that's all right uh hopefully we'll 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 do what we can to try and make it a little better there um but um if you can hear me now larry i I've been talking about the tax issue with Trump and what a lie it is. Uh, do you want do you, do you what say you on this, um, uh, Victor? I, okay. I got nothing. All right, folks, we're gonna try. We'll try to get this fixed, folks. We're having. A I'm sorry time.
2: about this. Next week, I'll be able to call in on a landline or actually be there. My daughter will be driving, <laughs>
1: okay. so I won't have to worry about picking her up at school. All right, folks, we're gonna try and get Larry here. So if have you, a good show. If, I'll text you some stuff I I found, and good luck. All right, sounds good. That's good. That was Larry from Tucker, who. But that's okay, folks. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna journey on here. Um, we'll get that fixed for next time, maybe. Um, you know, that's the wonders of live radio, folks. It's live radio. But we're gonna we're gonna go on without phone calls here. We don't need. That's the one thing about On Point with Victor. We don't need phone calls. (laughs) So, so let me get back to this, folks. I, I just want you to understand. Really, 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 really think about it. Why on earth would you allow a politician, somebody who most of them who have never worked a day in their life other than in politics, why would you let them tell you that somebody else is racist? Why don't you see that for yourself? Why don't you investigate for yourself? Why, if you're, look, folks, I'm Hispanic, and they're doing to, the the Democrats and some establishment Republicans, but mostly Democrats, are trying to do to the Hispanic population what they've done to the black Population. So if you're black and you're Hispanic, why on earth would you let a politician belittle your intelligence by telling you you can't succeed in this country without government help? That's ridiculous, folks. If my father waited on the government to help him, he would have never achieved what he achieved. My father came here from another, from a third world country, couldn't speak the language. He couldn't speak English. He learned English. He went to school. He got educated and he worked a job, one job, two jobs, three jobs at a time. And then he retired CFO of a company here in the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a great country. And you should no way, no way should you let a politician insult your intelligence, especially if you are a black person, if you're a Hispanic person, an Asian, if any kind of minority, uh, women included, if you're any kind of minority, you should not let a politician insult your intelligence and tell you. That you can't function without government. You can't live without government. You can't succeed without government. You can't educate your child without government. Folks, I really want you to think, I really, really, really want you to think about that. Because that's what's going on right now. A bunch of elected politicians and non-elected bureaucrats who are put in positions of power by elected officials. All these bureaucrats are put into power. And they they don't give a rat about you. They want you dependent on them. Because the only way they can derive power from you and we the people – is by creating division with we the people and by creating, getting enough of the population to think that they can't function without that bureaucrat in government or without that elected official being in government. Folks, it's awful, and we should never go down that road. That's what leads to socialism. That's what leads to communism. That's what leads to tyranny. If you give up your individuality, the minute you give your individuality The minute you give your your identity and your individuality to a politician is the minute you start giving in to socialism and Marxism and communism and tyranny. Because if you give a politician that kind of power, folks, a politician craves power. That's basically why people become politicians. Not all of them, not all of them understand, but a majority of them especially the Democrat Party of today. Look, folks, today's Democrat Party is not the party of yesterday. Today's Democrat Party is not the Kennedy Party. My gosh, they're not even the Clinton, Bill Clinton party. And, and, and Bill Clinton didn't do that great. But, but Bill Clinton wasn't even – his Democrat Party wasn't the party of today. So if you give your identity and you give your individuality to any politician – then you are going down that road of without even knowing it. You may stand here today and tell me, Victor, I don't believe in socialism. I don't believe in Marxism. I'm going to wave a flag, American flag, but I'm going to vote for Biden. Then you're voting for socialism because you're letting Biden, who Biden is being controlled by AOC, Alexandria Cortez, and Bernie Sanders, and, and, and the, the hard left, The people who want to defund the police, Antifa, BLM. Folks, BLM is a Marxist institution. It's a Marxist political group. They don't care about black lives. They're a Marxist group. Look them up. I don't have to tell you this. They will tell you this themselves. The founders of BLM are all over the Internet, all the videos you can find. Uh, Maybe instead of using Google, use DuckDuckGo, Uh, maybe do a search on YouTube, but you can find the videos of the founders of BLM um, owning up to being trained Marxist. You can look up the websites, you can read their websites yourself, you can look at the movement, it is a Marxist movement. So this is what I'm telling you about these movements and these politicians today. Today's Democrats, they want power over you in every way. They want to control your health care. They want to control where you work. They want to control what you drive. They want to control how you fly. They want to control how you move around the country. They want to control everything about your life. They want to control what you eat. And i this is not hyperbole, folks. I'm not making this up just do a search and listen to what the Democrats are telling you because a lot of times if you look at their actions you'll really see what they're about look at the things they vote for Um, voting to defund the folks the Minneapolis City Council voted to defund the police and now they're coming out today going oh we made a mistake we might have jumped the gun we might have done something bad it might have been a bad idea to defund the police those are Democrats folks The streets of Baltimore riddled with with trash and and crime, Democrat run. Chicago, how many shootings happened in Chicago this weekend? Folks, the other day, a five-year-old girl, five years old, was stabbed to death in Chicago. The streets of Chicago riddled with crime, riddled with gunfire, black-on-black crime, black-on-black shootings. You know how many black people died this weekend, including a five-year-old child? in the streets of Chicago. Democrat-run city. New Orleans, Democrat-run city. Detroit, Democrat-run city. City after city after city that I can sit here and name and talk about crime. New York City. L.A., San Francisco. They're all run by Democrats. There's no Donald Trump Republican over there. There's no establishment Republican. There's no Republican to be seen. They're Democrat-run cities. This defund the police movement, Democrat-run cities. Antifa, BLM, Biden voters. This is what today's Democrat Party is about, and this is what they are. And this is why I will tell you, if you're a Democrat of old, the Democrat Party has left you. You didn't necessarily leave the Democrat Party. It left you. So, folks... It's okay to vote for Trump. Look, I will tell you, and I've told you before, Donald Trump is not a Democrat. Donald Trump is not a Republican. There is a movement going on right now. Um, you can call it a populist movement. You can call it a libertarian movement, but that is Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not an ideologue. Donald Trump is actually trying to solve problems. He's actually trying to create an economy that everyone can enjoy. Um Just look at what they're doing to his nominee to the Supreme Court. And I'm going to get to that in in just a little bit. Uh, This is a tactic. The tactics that the Democrat Party are using are Marxist tactics, socialist tactics, communist tactics. They want to shut down debate. They want to shut down speech. And again, folks, I'm not making this up and I'm not angry. I'm just right. So look, we're going to our next break. You stay tuned. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show, America's Web Radio.
2: McAllisters Auto Transport is a privately held company celebrating our seventy-fifth anniversary this November, specializing in enclosed only transportation to the OEM personal snowbird market, and our favorite market of all is the collector market. Give us a call at 800-748-3160 or you can reach us on the web at McCollisters.com and that's M. C-C-O-L-L-I-S-T-E-R-S dot com. Large enough to handle all of your transportation needs. Small enough to provide you the old town, old school service that you come to expect when you're moving your business.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I am Roger B., host of the Locked and Loaded Show on America's Web Radio. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday at 1500 hours for the latest in gun news, gun products, gun politics, and other gun-related stuff. That's Tuesday, 1500 hours, America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: All right, folks, we are back. We're back. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I look, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time tonight. And I, I just look, life is hard and to to let a political party or a politician make it harder for you and you allow that you're just making your life harder. The politician's life is never going to be hard. Your life is going can be hard uh, life on a regular basis is hard for most of us. Uh, a politician will never have a hard life uh, look we just went through uh, a a pandemic, and you may have lost your job or you may have been furloughed. The politician didn't lose their job. A bureaucrat didn't lose their job. No one in government lost their job. So when government is telling you that you need to be mad at some guy or, or, or you should be mad at this outsider, why on earth would you give the politician that kind of power? Because that politician is telling you to wear a mask, but they're not wearing a mask. That politician is telling you to stay at home. They're not staying at home. That politician is telling you, uh, you know, you can't go on the lake. Because Wuhan COVID nineteen might attack you, but that politician, they're on the lake with their loved ones. That politician would tell you you can't go to the beach. That politician is on the beach. Uh, that politician, <laughs> yeah, don't, I, I, don't pull your hair out. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm. I'm getting out. Oh, right. So, uh, you know, it's funny, folks. I'm getting a message here from Legendary Dave, and I'm just guessing. We're playing charades here. But no, but Legendary Dave pointed out, look at Pelosi. Pelosi, you can't go get your hair done, but Pelosi can. You can't do anything without a mask, but Pelosi can. Uh, So my point here, ladies and gentlemen, please don't make life harder than it has to be. If you're spending energy getting angry because a politician is telling you to be angry, then you're doing yourself a disservice. You really are. Folks, the last three and a half years have been some of the most prosperous times of the United States. We had the manufacturing coming back in droves. We're energy independent. The United States, for the first time in I don't know how long, is energy independent, which means we don't have to fight endless wars in the Middle East. Because we're not dependent on them for oil or energy. We have our own natural gas. We have our own nuclear capabilities. We have our own oil. We're energy. That happened under Donald Trump, folks. It didn't happen under Biden. It didn't happen under Obama. It didn't happen under Bush. It didn't happen under Clinton. It happened under a businessman named Donald J. Trump. You, if you can't find good in that, your life, if you want to produce more, if you want to make a better life for yourself, you're going to need an economy that has opportunity in it. And I don't care what color you are. If my dad can come here, if he can come here from a third world country and learn the language and still succeed and retire CFO of a, of a company here in the United States, then if you're born here, you for damn sure can do it. I don't care what color your skin is. It really, truly doesn't matter because in this country, there is no such thing as systemic racism, folks. And maybe I'll do a show on it later. But if there was systemic racism in here, then the very meaning of systemic racism means a, ra- a system that is racist. Who controls the system, folks? Democrats and Republicans. Establishment career politicians, namely the Democrats who control all of these cities, uh, minority cities. So if there's systemic racism in Cleveland, if there's systemic racism in Chicago, if there's systemic racism in L.A., San Francisco, Baltimore, New Orleans, Detroit, city of Atlanta, if there is systemic racism, who did it, folks? Because every city I just named is run by Democrats, not one Republican, all Democrats. So who created that systemic? If you believe police departments in Portland, in city of atlanta in baltimore in chicago in la in san francisco if you think those police departments are are systemically racist where do they get their orders from folks they get them from the democrat mayors and the democrat governors and the democrat city councils because every city i just mentioned is run by democrats and have been run by has been run by democrats for decades there's no republican in sight You can't blame a president who can't control local politics, folks. You can't blame him. You can't blame the guy who's been in Washington for three and a half years only and not blame the guy running as the head of the Democrat Party who's been in politics for 47 years, 47 years. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have been in politics for decades. Joe Biden, who is going to tell you tonight that he can solve every problem you have, couldn't do it in 47 years, but now you're supposed to believe, I'm supposed to believe that he can do it now, but yet I have three and a half years of, of of history, three and a half years of President Donald J. Trump who had the lowest black unemployment, the lowest Hispanic unemployment, the lowest woman unemployment, the most Americans working in the labor force in history, the most people coming off welfare, the most people coming off disability, all happened under Donald J. Trump in three and a half years. Manufacturing. Folks, it wasn't that long ago there was a president named President Obama and a vice president named Joe Biden who stood in front of the American people and said, there's no manufacturing jobs coming back. These jobs are gone. It's time for you to become a programmer. Uh, You you get into computers. This is a new economy. The manufacturing is done. And that person also looked at you and said, what's Donald Trump going to do? Wave a magic wand? Well, you know what? I don't know where Donald Trump got his wand, but he he must have waved it somewhere because in three and a half years, we've had more manufacturing coming back to the United States than I don't know when, probably since one of the world wars. Um, but, but because of the regulation drop, because of the tax drop, because of the corporate tax reduction, money flowed back into this country and businesses started building factories here and manufacturers coming back. That's the truth folks that's the truth. So don't tell me that just because I'm brown I should vote for a 47 year long career politician who did nothing to solve any problems. All he did was create division. All he did was tell me I should hate white people because I'm brown and they're mean. And if you're black you should hate white people too because they're white and they're mean. Folks That's what a politician – that's what Joe Biden's been doing for years. He hasn't done anything. But yet the one guy who's never been a politician in his life gets elected to the presidency after running businesses. And then he runs the country, and he starts making uh, really, really good solving problems. He he comes up with policy to solve problems. And then we get one of the best economies we've ever had, a fastest-growing economy we've ever had, the lowest unemployment we've ever had. The most manufacturing we've had in years. All of that is happening under Donald J. Trump. So, folks, again, don't let these politicians, these career politicians who have gotten rich off of you. Ladies and gentlemen, they have tried for four years to tell you and me that Donald Trump is beholden to Russia because Russia propped him up. Well, look, his taxes were just leaked. And I already told you the truth about his taxes. Well, nowhere in those taxes did it say Russia gave him money. But you know who did get money from the Russians? You know who got money from the Chinese? You know who got money from the Ukraine? The Biden family. Hunter Biden got millions, if not billions, of dollars from China and the Ukraine. And you think that money didn't funnel through, the, through Joe Biden himself? How, where do you think he got his money from, folks? Joe Biden doesn't live in a small house. Joe Biden doesn't live in the projects. Joe Biden doesn't live in the suburb that he's telling you that you need to live next to Section 8 housing. No, sir. No, ma'am. Joe Biden lives with the elitist of the elitist. Joe Biden lives in a really nice mansion. Joe Biden has more than one mansion. Bernie Sanders has more than one mansion. Now, they've been politicians all of their life. All of their lives. Where did they get the millions of dollars? Where? They didn't earn it, they didn't create a business. They got it from the you, the backs of the taxpayer, and they got it from these deals that they made with these countries like Joe Biden did. Folks, they tried to lie to for you for months and tell you that that Donald Trump did a quid pro quo with the Ukraine. There was no evidence of it. We went through an impeachment, no evidence. But yet Joe Biden is on video telling the president of the Ukraine, if you want that billion dollars, you will fire the prosecutor. And you will fire him by the time I leave. And by golly, they fired that prosecutor. And why? Why would an American vice president want to intervene into a country as small as the Ukraine and force that president to fire their prosecutor? Well, I'll tell you why, folks. Because that prosecutor was investigating Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son. And they were investigating him. Why? Why? Because he was getting paid millions by a company in Ukraine paying Hunter Biden, who had no experience in that industry, but yet he was getting paid millions. So when they, when they start to investigate fraud and that prosecutor, here comes Vice President Joe Biden flying to the U- Ukraine and tells the president, you fired or you're not getting the bill. See, folks, Obama promised the Ukraine president billions of dollars in aid. And Vice President Biden flew over there and said, you ain't getting that billion unless you fire the prosecutor who's looking into my son. And they fired the prosecutor. That's your Joe Biden, folks. That's your Democrat party. That's a politician, a politician who's never worked a day in their life in the private sector, a politician who's never earned or created a job. But instead, they worked off you, the backs of you, the taxpayer. Your sweat equity pays taxes. And those taxes go and pays representatives like and and people like Biden, who, who made a career out of politics, who got paid by you, the taxpayer. And then they use their influence and their power to go secure piles of money from places like the Ukraine, from places like Russia, from places like China. I'm telling you folks, the last thing you want right now is to allow a politician to tell you to hate the one guy who's not a politician. Take it from me. Take it from this Hispanic. Take it from this minority. I can proudly tell you and proudly say that that today's Democrat Party is not the party of the Kennedys. It's just not. And, folks, I don't know why you're hesitant to – you don't like the letter R. Now, I'm not telling you to go run in the arms of the letter R. The Republicans need to be held accountable just as much as the Democrats. But folks, the Republican Party has such a better history than the Democrat Party. The Republican Party was founded in the 1800s as the anti-slavery party. These are, I know, I know. You probably didn't know that because you're not taught that in school. But it's true and you can look it up. The Republican Party has a good history, folks. And now it's time to flip this back. It's time for the working man and the, and the minority to come back to the, to the Republican Party. You know what? We can do this. All right, folks, we can hold them accountable. So, all right, that's all i got time for today. Stay tuned for Locked and Loaded with Roger B. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll be back next week. Hang tight, and uh, Chester, wherever you are, good night.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.